Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Unpacking with Mina. Thank you for being here and I hope that this episode finds you well, healthy and positive. Today's episode is going to be how I carved light out of my darkness. We all have dark moments in life. We all go through very difficult events and experiences in our lives. Because that's just part of the human experience. So we're going to talk about why those events and those experiences are actually important for us as humans. So if you have listened to my podcast before, you know that I tell you stories about my own experiences and my own life in hopes to help you find yourself in me in one way or another. And, you know, this is just my way of sharing my lessons and life lessons with you. So let me take you back. Let's go back a little bit to 2011, February 2011. That is when I got divorced. Today, I'm not going to discuss anything about my marriage just because that's not the most important part of it. All we need to know is that it was a horrible, terrible marriage. So, on February 11, 2011, I had to run away from my ex-husband's home because my life was in danger. So, I packed my bags. No, I packed one bag. I remember it was a tiny very small carry-on suitcase and I took the train back to Omaha, Nebraska because I had moved to DC to live with him and I didn't have enough money to fly. So a friend of mine paid and um, paid a bus ticket or like a train ticket and I was there for 24 hours. During those 24 hours, I had zero money, so the people, just random people, would buy me water, sandwiches, snacks, for 24 hours. It took 24 hours for me to travel from Virginia to Omaha, Nebraska, and I had no money, so people saw me, I was crying, I cried for 24 hours, and helped me. So, I think after my divorce was way harder than the divorce itself. I consider my divorce to be one of the blessings that happened to me in life. Because it helped me become the person I am today. So, and that's what I'm going to talk to you about today. Is how did the darkest moments of my life help me be who I am today? So after my divorce, I found myself with no money, no hair, my hair was falling, no shelter, and no hope. You know, sometimes when you are in the darkest moments and you have hope, you survive. But I did not have any at some point. I became super depressed. And there were many times when I really didn't want to wake up in the morning. I was fine with the idea that I wouldn't make it another day. It was actually an exciting idea. Um, I was 
too weak to act on this idea and I'm glad I never did but I just hope to God that he would take me away because I felt ready I got into a depression and I was uh, admitted into a mental institution where I was treated for PTSD and my PTSD was so severe that they had to hospitalize me for about a week or so less than a week actually but almost a week um, if for the ones that don't know what PTSD is PTSD stands for post-traumatic stress disorder it's a disorder that people who go to war soldiers get after they come back so it's basically a lots of flashbacks a lots of dreams daydreams night nightmares it's basically um, like your past haunts you so you're not able to enjoy your present neither you're able to look forward to your future and that is exactly how I felt I just felt stuck in my own mind so my therapist um, admitted me in uh, the hospital and in the hospital I had many psychotic episodes of just like I think because it was basically when I went to the hospital it was the first time I allowed myself to feel all the feelings I've been brushing under the rug you know sometimes we have a, a rug and we just like instead of actually cleaning we just sweep things under the rug and I did that for a while because I had moved and for two months I was busy trying to get my life back together and I forgot about my health physical and mental and then one day it caught up with me and uh, I fell apart I crumpled and I was almost going to lose myself so when I went, was in the hospital, I was given all kinds of pills, depression pills, calming pills, to the point that I felt like if I didn't have any of those pills, I wouldn't feel okay. I couldn't feel like myself without, without those pills. So I left the mental institution and um, I remember meeting with my American dad. I have, I have, three sets of dads, we can talk about that later, but uh, one of them, he's actually Moroccan, but he's married to an American, but I call him my American dad, he used to be a nurse, and he looked at my file, and he basically looked at me and said, I hope you survive this, and I said, what do you mean, and he said, these are some strong pills they used to give you, so, um, I'm glad to tell you that I did because right now I'm not under any influence. I don't take any pills. I'm not addicted to anything. But the healing process was not easy. It was very uncomfortable, matter of fact. Um, my situation and my divorce and my ordeal took about six years. So for six years, I was literally surviving more than living. It's almost like I was floating in a dark, dark cloud. And even though I had all the help I could ask for, I had psychological, physical help. I was destroyed beyond repair. 
And that's actually, that's how I felt then. And I cried every day. I would wake up and cry. In midday, I cry. At night, I, I go to sleep crying. And one day, I was talking to my mom on camera and I told her about a permanent tear that I had in my face. I know that sounds crazy, but because of so much crying, there was a tear pattern mark on my face that was always there. And it reminded me of my horrible experience. Um, but one day, I got so tired of crying, literally exhausted. And one day, I couldn't actually produce tears. I would feel so much sadness in my heart and just a clenching feeling, but I couldn't cry. And I'm a crier. If you know me, you know I cry a lot. I cry if I'm happy. I cry if I'm sad. I cry if I'm overwhelmed. Um, it's almost like the first reaction to everything for me. But when I couldn't cry anymore, I had to find a way to deal with my emotions somehow. So I started painting and I made really ugly paintings. They were so dark, but not pretty. Not like a pretty abstract painting. It was just like super ugly. Um, and I just didn't love it. I was like, oh, okay, that's not for me. And that's, and then later I found out that I actually like to write and that was pre-poetry. I would write just prose paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs but they were so descriptive anytime my friend read them she would be like this is good like you know how to write I don't know you you're making me feel everything so writing helped me get myself out of the gutter and through writing I was able to find my voice and my strength and the healing process looks so different from one person to another. That's what worked for me. What I'm trying to say now is like, if when you have a problem and you get consumed in your own problem, we get so sucked in, we tend to think that there is no solution, which is wrong. My mentor, Dr. Gail Krenzer, she always told me there is a solution to every problem. And I love this idea because it really makes problems small. But when we get in our head and we think about it as our own problem, we glorify it and make it sometimes bigger than what it is. So as you're dealing with your problems, my biggest advice to you is to live and not just survive. Because... I'm telling you this and I feel like I lost six years of my life. For six years, I pretended to be alive. And, and you know what? Nothing and nobody can bring those six years back. And I feel sad about it because when I had, when I was married, it was horrible. Then I got divorced. Now I was in the process of divorce and I still allowed that person to mess up my present. Now, your problem might not be divorce, it might be anything, but as we, as we solve these problems, let's not forget to live in the moment because sometimes we get so hooked on finding the solution that we forget 
to breathe and remember that it's all going to be okay. And I wish someone had told me any of these things when I was going through shit. Because really very few people did. Probably two people. And the others would ask me questions about, oh my God, what are you going to do about this? How are you going to fix this? Are you coming to Morocco? Are you working? Are, how are you surviving? Are you eating? Nobody said, how are you actually feeling? How are you? Nobody said, you know what, Mina? One day, everything will be okay. And this is going to be a thing of a past. And you just need to hear this sometimes. You really do. I, I know we know this, but we need to be reminded. And that's why I always think having a wonderful support system is key to just a beautiful experience, a human experience. I want, I have, there are many people I want to give credit for that helped me through my experience. Um, I would say top three are my mentor, Dr. Gail Krenzer and Mimbarak and my sister, Sara. She held my hand through it all. So, but most importantly, if we want to go back and circle back to the purpose of this episode is to let you know that whatever you're going through right now is going to lead you to a higher sense of self. It's going to introduce you to a stronger person you never knew existed in you. It's very, it's very much transformative because if I think of the girl I used to be in my 20s, the same girl that went through the divorce is not the woman I am today. My strength is, it's a thing of beauty. And I wasn't able to find it if I hadn't gone through what I went through. I would have never been able to find myself and be the person I am today. So my number one question that I ask myself now when I, when I am faced with a difficult situation, and I still do, you know, I'm still alive. I'm a human being. Life doesn't get easier you get stronger. So when something comes my way and I just can't, like I'm frazzled, I can't, I feel like I can't handle it. I think, what is this thing trying to teach me? I know God chose me out of everybody to deal with this for a reason. So why? Why? Not why me. I feel like why me is more like blaming the universe. But I think, what is this trying to teach me? What is the lesson behind this? Let me tell you a very small story that changed one thing about me. When I lived in Denver, I had just moved. I was super excited to be there. Like, oh my God, I'm going to have friends. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And I met a girl. 
Her name is Sarah Shinitz. I'm not afraid to say her name because she <clears throat> did me wrong. So, oh well. She scammed me into giving her $1,600. The story of how it happened is actually super scary because it was very smooth. You know, like sometimes when you meet people that are very good talkers, you don't know what they're doing to you. You just go with the flow. And I gave her the money thinking I would help her. And I gave her cash. That hurt me a lot just because I was trying to make a friend. I had just moved to a new city. I felt like I didn't deserve it. I'm trying to be your friend and here you go stealing from me. Like why? But really, honestly, God gave me a very expensive lesson through her. He, God really wanted me to stop trusting people like that. I still trust people, but not like that. And I basically learned that if I ever decide to lend someone money, maybe I shouldn't give them cash. Maybe I should actually ask them for a reason and, and they can give me proof that they need it for this or that or that. But when I think about it now, I don't feel mad. I mean, about... I still feel sad and bad that she turned a friendship into something horrible. But I don't feel bad about the, the event itself because it taught me a lesson I needed to learn. Oh my God, I used to be like, oh, what do you need? Here you go, here you go, here you go. I'm not rich, but I am here for the people. I am here to help. So everything we go through is a lesson for us. And I know that it's hard to think this way when you're in the moment, in the problem, dealing with it. But again, at the end of every problem, there is a light. At the end of every problem, there is a strength. Think about yourself as an onion. And the more, the core of the onion is the one behind the peels and then every time you go through a problem you peel yourself to to find a beautiful and stronger person so without these challenges we would not develop character we would not become who we really are meant to be and if we're comfortable with who we are today and think oh we don't need to grow or become better or become stronger i don't know that's that's a problematic idea to have because there's always room to grow and there's always more strength to get so the reason i thought even about doing this today i was going to talk about a way lighter topic more of a fun topic but i know so many people that are going through it right now so this, I just want you to know that you're not alone. I'm giving you a hug with my words and a virtual hug. Remember that it's all going to be okay. And that one, one day you're going to look back at this and think of it as just another thing that happened. Until then, stay strong, stay focused, and keep good people around you because that is very important.
as usual, love and light, Mina. Thank you.